From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, final thought, uh, Texas Tech coming in this weekend. Another tough series. I mean, it's another weekend in the Big 12 for you guys. No, that's exactly it. It's a really powerful team, great starting pitching. The, the bullpen comes in uh, throwing really hard and probably one of the best offenses in the country. So, um, you know, our, our job is just to make sure we kind of minimize some of the damage and let the offense keep doing what it's doing, and hopefully we just got to outscore them. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. You've said a couple of times this year, like when you played Kansas, and then again when you played Texas Tech, you said they're just like us. They're our twins. And you said today Iowa State is just like you also. I think also. there's so many similarities. Um, you know, they're they're having the same struggles we're having. They're having some success like we're having. And, uh, you know, I think they've got Iowa State, for instance, has a pitcher that throws 70 miles an hour. They have a lot of things that look just like us. And, and uh I told the team against Kansas and against Texas Tech, the team that's ready to play and has prepared the most will have the success. And I think uh, that was the case in both of those series, and it will be this weekend as well. John Morris, broadcasting live on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, the way it all turned out, was, it's pretty crazy looking back at it. I mean, literally the day, I think it was that practice right after or something that uh, they found the beaver and before you know, we've won 24 games in a row and our guys dressed up in a full beaver. <laughs> now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. out of the ballpark. They're doing some uh, field turf work out there and uh, Baylor BP will be coming up very shortly. Baylor and Texas Tech opening a three-game series tonight here at Baylor Ballpark. You heard from Coach Steve Rodriguez in the open, one of our guests on the Baylor Coaches Show last night. You heard from Coach Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach in the open. The other guest last night on the Baylor Coaches Show lets you hear a little bit more from them coming up in just a bit here in the 3 p.m. hour as both Baylor baseball and Baylor softball are opening key home Big 12 series tonight. Glad you're with us. John Morris uh, here at Baylor Ballpark. Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. And uh, Aaron, I wish you were out here Got to get you out of the studio a little more often. Come out, uh, kind of, you know, smell the met, uh, freshly mowed grass out here. See them spraying down the infield. Oh, man, there's nothing like that to get you get you going for a uh, baseball or a softball weekend. Yeah, it's a little overcast, but, man, it's uh, the temperature and with the wind blowing, it's it's great. It'd be nice to be out of the studio today. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the main thing. No matter where you are, just out of the studio, <laughs> it would be something nice. Only trick to that is uh, we're talking to ourselves and nobody else if you're out of the studio. So I appreciate you being there. I appreciate, appreciate that. I yeah, like thank it. you. Even if it, <laughs> even though it would be nice to be at the ballpark, I, yeah. I, uh, it's always fun to be here and do the show. 
Very cool. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Here's what's coming up this weekend. Uh, baseball wise, Baylor and Texas Tech here in Waco games tonight at 630 tomorrow at three Sunday at one. All three right here on ESPN Central Texas television on Big 12 now on ESPN plus Pat Combs normally works with me on the uh, TV broadcast, but Pat has a business meeting out of town and can't do this weekend. So we said, who could we possibly get? Who would uh, Baylor people love to hear from? Who knows baseball? Who's a really good Baylor man? We said Richard Cunningham is the guy. So texted Rich and, and asked him, and he said, absolutely, that'll be great. So Richie Cunningham will be here working with us all weekend on TV, and I'm looking forward to that. That'll be really, really fun. 6.30 tonight, again, 3 o'clock tomorrow, 1 o'clock Sunday, uh, the uh, 2012 Baylor team. We've talked a lot about that this week. We'll be recognized uh, tomorrow, primarily tomorrow. I think there'll be things all weekend long, but the main recognition will be tomorrow. Uh, Tonight is uh, Texas Country Music Night. So I'm guessing uh, a lot of the uh, uh, tunes we hear between innings, maybe Texas country music uh, oriented. Uh, fireworks after the game tonight. Now, Baylor's got to win the game. You know, fireworks kind of kind of are duds after a, a, a non-win. So, uh, Aaron, that, that uh, you know, you got to win this game over Tech tonight to make the fireworks worth staying around for. Yeah, I mean, they had the uh, nice comeback win over Incarnate Word to uh, get a little momentum going into this weekend series and kind of kind of shake off a little bit uh, from that, you know, uh, series last week against uh, weekend against Texas. So we'll see how it goes tonight. But, yeah, they need to get off to a good start. And remember, this is a Tech team that beat Texas two out of three, the series in Lubbock. That was the series. Kurt Wilson uh, won game, I guess game two, uh, when he stole home, or was that game one, when he uh, stole home, and that was the deciding run in an extra inning victory. And then, same guy, Kurt Wilson, hit a grand slam in the 10th inning the next day to beat uh, Texas. So, Kurt Wilson had UT's number. Texas Tech had UT's number, winning that series two games to one. Yeah, and it was uh, it was game one where he stole home, and then game had one, to okay. walk off in game two. That's, that's gotcha. a heck of a weekend to have, especially against your <laughs> your your most uh, well your fiercest rival. I'll, I'll right. say that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so uh, Tech number nine in the nation. They are sitting in third place in the league standings. They're nine and six in the conference, trailing TCU at twelve and six and Oklahoma State at 10-5. and five. TCU out of conference this weekend. They're playing a series at Florida State that begins tonight at 6. Oklahoma State has a big series in Austin against UT that begins tonight at 6.30. So a top 10 matchup there. How about that one? Oklahoma State 10-5 and five in the league, 28-13 overall. Texas 9-6, and six, a game back in the league, and 31-13 and 13 overall. Uh, Three-game series at the Dish in Austin. Austin tonight at 6.30, tomorrow at mm, 2.30, is that right? Yep, 2.30 tomorrow, and then 1 o'clock on Sunday for that series finale. The other games, West Virginia at Kansas, a three-game series begins, begins tonight at 6 p.m. Central Time, and Kansas State plays at Oklahoma. Uh, at Oklahoma and West Virginia uh, right now in really good shape to uh, to make an NCAA regional. They're 7-5, and five, both of them in the league. They are 25-14 and 14 for Oklahoma, 24-15 and 15 for West Virginia. So both those teams, uh, Aaron, look, to be in really good shape uh, right now, at least. I don't know what their RPIs are, but uh, 
uh, right now they appear to be in good shape to make an NCAA regional. Yeah, and if just give me just a second, I'll find out there. Okay, very good. <laughs> Look that up. Look up those two for me. And, uh, you know, you got to think, uh, of course, Oklahoma Tech and Texas. I'm sorry, Oklahoma State, Tech and Texas and TCU would be uh, very solid, uh, solidly in the NCAA tournament field if the tournament began today. So that's the uh, look at the Big 12 baseball schedule for the weekend. We are here at Baylor Ballpark. And again, let you hear from Coach Rod and Coach Moore coming up in a bit. All right, what'd you find, Aaron? Uh, we have Oklahoma is 31, West Virginia is 38. All right, so, so they're right there. Yeah, so both of them sit in, I had like, just like you said, both of them in pretty good position. Yeah, uh, going yeah, into this exactly. weekend series. What are the? Can you look up the others? Um, like what's TCU, Oklahoma State, Tech, and Texas right now? Uh, TCU's twenty eight, Oklahoma State's twenty nine, and I'm sure Texas is a lot higher. So let me scroll up. Uh, Texas is seven. Hmm. DBU is second. Second, so, yeah, really? Yeah, wow. Yeah. And um, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. That is what I'm. Got their notes here. It has the rankings. They're forty-seven, though. which is very surprising. Are they really? Yeah, forty-seven. They must have. It must must have had a must have had a pretty by RPI standards. Must have right. had a pretty weak non-conference schedule, and that well, can happen. Uh, but I don't know. That's interesting. They the twenty nine and fifteen on the season. I know exactly, but twenty of those wins have come at home. They're twenty and three at home, and they're uh, what, like nine and twelve on the road. Uh, and Tech has actually lost seven of their last nine. They lost to Abilene Christian in their midweek game this week. Um, uh, did win two of three against West Virginia last weekend. But they've lost seven of their last nine. Swept by TCU a couple of weeks ago. Um, that, so that's interesting. A team that's ranked number nine in the nation uh, would have a number forty-seven RPI right now. Yeah, that surprised me because I, I, that's why it took so long to find it because right. I was looking up near <laughs> where Texas is, you know, and yeah, I figured they would be somewhere in between Texas at seven and uh, TCU and Oklahoma State, who were twenty-seven and twenty-eight. But I was mistaken. <laughs> Man, that's fantastic. So uh, that's good. Thanks for hunting that down. I appreciate it. All right, uh, one late addition uh, to our program here in the hour. I shot uh, Max Muncie a text this morning and said, hey, 2012 baseball reunion this weekend at Baylor Ballpark. Uh, wish you could be here, but understand, you know, Max was a big part of that team. Said, any chance uh, you'd have a few minutes to be on with us this afternoon? And like two minutes ago, I heard from him, and he can do that. So we'll hear from Max Muncie coming up in just a few minutes as well. So to make that work, let's do this. Let's take a break right here, Aaron. And when we come back, uh, we'll hear from Coach Steve Rodriguez from the Baylor Coaches Show last night leading into this big series against Texas Tech. So we'll take a break, check weather, have more, and be right back live from Baylor Ballpark in just a moment. A little bit later, Max Muncy, now a Los Angeles Dodger. He was a member of that 2012 Baylor team, the Feed the Beaver team, having the reunion this weekend. Take a break and be right back. John Morris Show live from Baylor Ballpark and here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see decreasing clouds today once again. More sunshine developing this afternoon with highs top out at 87 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight, still a bit on the breezy side. We drop to 68. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of an afternoon shower or storm popping up and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears home this weekend for a three-game series against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1 for Baylor and Tech. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Don't miss the Gatesville Gun Show April 30th and May 1st. Buy, sell, or trade, Saturday 9 to 5 and Sunday 10 to 4. Admission is $7 for adults. Parking is free. For more information, call Charles at 817-929-1816. That's 817-929-1816. And we'll see you at the Gatesville Gun Show, Saturday, April 30th and Sunday, May 1st at the Gatesville Civic Center at 301 Veterans Memorial Loop. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. Back 
with us. John Morris Show on a Friday afternoon live from Baylor Ballpark. That is the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day on this Friday. It's, uh, it is Earth, Wind, and Fire. It is Running is the name of that tune. And, Aaron, we could let that run for a while. It would have been good on a Friday. But that is the Rob Sellers funky bump of the day. Mac with us. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. All right, fun night last night at Rudy's. We had uh, Coach Glenn Moore and Coach Steve Rodriguez, our guests last night on the Baylor Coaches Show. I want you to hear a couple of uh, snippets from both. Uh, it's actually one segment from each of them. First, uh, Coach Rod, and man, we talked about, and he, he doesn't make a big deal out of this, but it's a real factor. Talked about the uh, injuries that Baylor has had to deal with this season. Well, uh, thanks for being here this evening and Texas Tech coming in this weekend. Big series for you guys. Man, are y'all banged up. Uh, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. News flash. Uh, you, you've had to deal with a lot of guys not available to you this year. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we pretty much lost all three starters. We're starting to get one back. Uh, Blake is coming back. He'll start for us on Sunday. Uh, you know, he'll be limited with what he can do. We're trying to build him back up after missing two months. And, uh, you know, we, first baseman, uh, Chase Wesner, uh, was hit by a pitch. And so he'll be out at least three to four weeks uh, with a broken hand. And uh, Will Rigney, you know, we're, we're trying to get, get wait for some results in regards to what uh, we're dealing with there. And obviously Tyler Thomas is uh, – we're going to be getting Tommy John surgery here um, in early May. So, uh, yeah, we're looking for guys to step up right now. Golly, that's tough. Have you ever been through a season, hit this hard with injuries? I've had it where you miss a, a starting pitcher and you got to make some moves and, and adjust on one day. Um, and you can kind of shift some tar- starters around. But when you're, you know, when you're taking, when you have to lose your starters and then you come back with some relievers and then some of our top relievers are actually kind of dealing with a virus uh, right now, not coronavirus by any stretch, <laughs> but dealing with uh, – uh, something that they're going to be out for um, a little bit, um, you know, then you got to start bringing in other people who it's just not what they're supposed to be doing right now. Right. And so you, you literally put them in a spot where you'll say, Hey, just, we're, we're going to focus on one inning, one out. And uh, you want to make sure they ha- have an opportunity for some success. But, you know, some of them are be putting in spots that, you know, typically would be later in a game or um, in, in a different opportunity. But I told them, I said, you came to here to get an opportunity and hmm. experience it. Well, now you do. They're getting it right. <laughs> now you do. <laughs> they are getting it. Uh, What's that like, though? I mean, I know you and Coach Strauss, your pitching coach, you go into a game with a plan. Sometimes the plan works. Sometimes it it doesn't. you got to adjust on the fly. It was Mike Tyson this past weekend. Uh, (laughs) It was. like Everybody has a plan to get punched in the face. Right. Um, When you have two starters, go one inning, and then you have to make an adjustment on the fly. And, you know, you also have to realize we have a limited roster, so you have to prepare for three games. And we were able to get one inning out of one of our guys. And so you got to prepare for that. And um, it's not the easiest thing by yeah. any stretch, but you got to find a way. Wow. Uh, and it's hit your pitching staff really hard, but some others, too, like Wesner. Uh, that's tough. I mean, he was he was really your bats, and he had been going pretty well lately. Yeah, he was in the middle of our order, uh, one of our top RBI guys, and just probably one of the best defensive first basemen in the country. Yeah. Uh, and just phenomenal at it. So, uh, you know, having to move some people around, giving some other guys opportunities, and trying to get them all in the right spots to, to make the game work. Who do you have at first base? Kyle Nevin? Kyle Nevin first will base? be there to start. You know, we have uh, Casey Newman who can 
also play there. It's just a matter of how they match up offensively and defensively what we're going to be looking at. So there could be some mixing and matching a little bit. Let's talk uh, defense. Your, your defense, for the most part this year, has been really, really, I think, very solid. You uh, lead the Big 12. You've been one of the top teams in the nation in double plays turned. Well, you know, I, I tell people all the time that's one of the things that uh, from, a, from an infielder and myself, um, when, when, when ground balls hit, and I even tell our, our team, when a ball's hit and it stays inside the park, it needs to be caught. And our, that's our job. It's just that simple. So we need to make sure that we do everything we can to, to get as many outs as quickly as possible. There's 27 of them. How we get them, I don't care. And if it's double plays, pickoffs, whatever. And so that, that's the whole goal is to make sure that we're really good at it. And uh, we play on a natural surface, so it's not turf. And so our guys, they have great hands, great feet, and that's what we really pride ourselves on. Good. If somebody asks you, and I'm going to be, I'm going to ask you. If somebody <laughs> asks you, like me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your best defensive player? Who would you say? Oh, myself. I am, I am out. Of course. I, no. All right, let me say, um, beyond you. Beyond, who, you know yeah. what? It, it's different because, uh, you know, you have Jack Pineda, who has amazing yeah. instincts um, at shortstop. He, he does some things that even myself, I, I'm looking at like, wow, that was a really good play. You know, and then you have, you know, guys like Jared McKenzie out in center who yeah. make it look really easy when they're covering lots of ground. And, you know, and then you have, you know, Harrison Cayley behind the plate who has an unbelievable arm. So there's different aspects of what you're, right, what right. you're looking at for defense. But um, those types of guys, and like Trey Richardson has, like, the, he has freak quickness to get to balls. And I'm like, oh, that's a hit. And then all of a sudden he gets to yeah. it. And I'm like, wow, he covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time. You know, so there's certain things like that that really change a game when, when you're able to uh, have defenders like that who can do do the right things. And you mentioned Chase Wesner at first base. He's yeah, been no, outstanding there defensively, the Chase, too. Chase made, you know, guys who can really range and make make some plays and just get the ball close to first base, he was able to make them look really, really good. Um, but that's the thing is Kyle, what's great is Kyle has, he may had a great game for us on Oklahoma State last year. Chase was out with COVID. And uh, and Kyle, it was raining, and balls were skipping all over the place, and he just did an unbelievable job. And you know he has that length; he's six five and has some length to him, so um, he's going to do just fine over there. Very good. What was uh, what was your thought process? How did you come to the decision to to flip uh, Jack Pineda and Trey Richardson? Uh, to be honest, I just didn't like how the double plays were being turned. Um, there were some that should have been turned and weren't, and I just I just said, you know what, let's just flip it around and see how it looks. And you know, it, sometimes it's just moving the chess pieces yeah. and just you, then the team takes off after that and next thing you know we started on a roll last year after that so um, sometimes one little move like that can make a big difference yeah a good move Again, portion of our Baylor Coaches Show last night, live from Rudy's. Great to have Coach Rod on with us. Glenn Moore was our other guest last night. We'll let you hear from him coming up a little bit later in the hour. This heads into the weekend. Baylor and Texas Tech here at Baylor Ballpark. And a part of the weekend will be a reunion, a 10-year reunion of the 2012 Big 12 Championship Baylor baseball team, the uh, Feed the Beaver team. A lot of guys are going to be back here. Coach Steve Smith will be here. Uh, and uh, a good, good number of that team will be back together for a 10-year anniversary. One guy is working. He can't make the trip to Waco this weekend. He's working because he's playing baseball uh, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. And that is Max Muncy, who joins us now. And Max, I know you got a series with the Tigers this weekend. We understand, but it sure would be fun to have you back for this reunion this weekend oh uh, yeah absolutely uh you know i was a pretty special team pretty special moment in my life and my career and 
uh, you know, it's, it's awesome that they're letting all the guys get back together this weekend and celebrating them. And, uh, you know, what, what, what that team accomplished was, uh, was something that was very special. So it's, uh, you know, it's cool to see it celebrated even, uh, even now where 10 years from, from what it happened. Yeah, pretty cool. It's going to be great. Uh, what, what, when you think of that season, 2012, what's, what's the first thing you think of, or what stands out most in your mind? Uh, it, that's a hard question to answer because uh-huh. a lot of things stand out for me. Um, you know, I've talked about it a little bit, but for me, the biggest thing that stood out is just kind of how that team came together. You know, we, we didn't start off on the greatest foot. I think we were like four and six maybe. And, uh, you know, we, we weren't playing that great. And then, uh, you know, we kind of just we came together. We had several player only meetings. The staff wasn't involved and, uh, you know, just a bunch of guys taking charge and taking leadership. And, uh, you know, before, you know, we were winning 24 games in a row and just off and running. Yeah, that's great. And and it was a real it was a real team, wasn't it? I mean, you were the highest drafted player off that team and Josh Ludi was the Big 12 player of the year, but it was really everybody, uh, you know, the sum of the parts, I guess, was greater than any individual of that team. Yeah, every every single person contributed and uh, you know, there wasn't one person that was holding anything back. It was just a bunch of guys and they're they you know, obviously Ludi had the year that he had and you know, he won the Big, Big 12 player of the year, but um, really it was just a full team playing together and getting, getting the job done with whatever it took to win. Um, you know, we had a guy leading off who got hit by a pitch. What was it, like 178 times, something like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, at least that's what it felt like. So, you know, we just, we, you know, we had guys getting on base, we had guys moving guys over guys, driving guys in, um, the pitching staff was unbelievable. You know, I don't think we really had anybody thrown over 90 miles an hour. And yet we had one of the best pitching staffs in the country at the time. And, you know, it was just a bunch of guys that were finding ways to win games. And, uh, I mean, a 24-game winning streak, 18 straight in Big 12 play. You started league play 18-0. and 0. That's amazing. I mean, you've played a lot of baseball, and, and you know how hard that is to put together a winning streak like that. It's almost impossible, yeah. uh, especially in the sport of baseball. At some point, you're going to run into somebody who – you know, whether it's a pitcher, a pitcher who's having a, a really great day or an offense that's having a great, or maybe one of your guys is having an off day at some point that's going to happen. And we just found ways to get around all of that and just keep winning. We, we didn't know how to lose. The only thing we knew was how to win. And we, we went out there every day and we proved it. Max, uh, we've talked a lot about, uh, you know, some specific series that year, but really none topped the A&M series uh, with the game in College Station on Friday night. You came from behind to win, and uh, Saturday and Sunday, crowds here at Baylor Ballpark that were really unmatched. Um, does that stand out, you know, that series, Baylor and A&M, when you swept them? Oh, 100%. You know, I mean, uh, you know, growing up in Texas, you're, it's kind of one of those things where um, – you know, you either grew up being an Aggie or you grew up hating them. And if you didn't go there, you probably grew up hating them. So uh, with that being the last series that they were in the Big 12, uh, you know, it was, it was obviously very special for all of us to kind of put them in their place, as we, as we like to say. Nice. And then the uh, the Beaver was a big part of the weekend. I mean, the season, uh, you know, that, that kind of uh, was a, a sidelight story of its own, right? A life of its own. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that, um, you know, we, we kind of took it and ran with it, and then the rest of the school took it and ran with it. And, you know, before you know it, we had, we had grown men dressed up in beaver costumes at the stadium. And, uh, you know, we had, we had uh, the little stuffed beavers all over the place. It just it kind of turned into something crazy that, uh, you know, for us was just kind of a, a stepping stone to get us going. 
Yeah, very cool. Well, it was great, great memory, great season. You were a big part of that. I appreciate your time today. I know you got a game coming up tonight, but great to catch up with you. And uh, uh, your name will be mentioned prominently throughout the weekend, even though you're not here. So thanks for being on with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, Max. Thanks very much. Max Muncy with the Los Angeles Dodgers. He was a big, big part of that 2012 Baylor season where they finished 49 and 17, won the Big 12 Conference, won it going away. Uh, and again, started out 18 and 0 in conference play, won a Big 12 record 24 straight games overall. And, uh, and that team will be uh, celebrated, remembered, and uh, recognized over the weekend, specifically tomorrow here at Baylor Ballpark. Glad we could catch up with Max, even though he won't be able to be here this weekend. Let's take a break here at the bottom of the hour, and we'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show live from Baylor Ballpark. We're brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. We are now joined by Crystal Conti from University of Texas, the athletic director. And Chris, I'm just glad you were able to hear some of the Baylor sports beat. Did you get any good intel from being on hold there? Let me regurgitate. You got track meet this weekend. You got spring game this weekend. You got opening <laughs> game at TCU. And you got baseball down here. I think I got you covered. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosque has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosque features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosque in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. You had a dream to open your own business, put in the long hours of development, gathering resources, and finally opening your doors to the public. Don't forget the marketing part of your business plan. Eminem Broadcasters have an experienced staff of marketing professionals who have helped countless businesses succeed in Central Texas, and they're ready to help you today. Call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930, or email to info at mmbwaco.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys pick at 24 in the NFL draft and select offensive lineman out of Tulsa, Tyler Smith. Smith is a North Crowley graduate. Cowboys pick at number 24 tonight in round two of the draft. Mavericks are heading to round two of the NBA playoffs, beating the Jazz 98-96. The 76ers and the Suns also advance with wins. Mavericks will face the Suns in round two starting Monday night. Baylor baseball starts a weekend series with number nine Texas Tech tonight at Baylor Ballpark. 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball has a weekend series with Iowa State at Getterman tonight at 6.30, and you can catch that game on 101.3 FM. Crawford softball advances to the second round of the UIL playoffs with a 23-1 win over Wortham. Lady Pirates will face Tom Bean in the area round next Friday. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuel Studios. I am here at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor baseball uh, players coming out, starting to go through uh, pregame BP, doing bunting right now. Baylor, uh, some threatening clouds off to the distance. Hope we're okay weather-wise. I'm not going to spend much time worrying about it, but it does look a bit threatening. Lights are on already this afternoon here at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor and Tech first pitch tonight at 630. Uh, we'll hear from Glenn Moore coming up next segment. Glenn and Baylor softball hosting Iowa State, a three-game series. That begins tonight at 6.30 at Gatterman Stadium. Also want to mention acrobatics and tumbling. They are in Eugene, Oregon. They won rather handily last night over Converse in their uh, quarterfinal matchup in the NCATA National Championships. Uh, So Baylor advances to a semifinal matchup tonight against Quinnipiac. And we mentioned this yesterday, Quinnipiac, Baylor the number one seed. Quinnipiac, the number four seed, was matched against number five seed Oregon in uh, the second or the last quarterfinal last night. And we said, what if Oregon, you know, loses and they're out and they're hosting the tournament? Well, that's exactly what happened. Quinnipiac beat Oregon last night. So it'll be Baylor and Quinnipiac coming up tonight. It is 9 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time for this semifinal matchup. And it's on ESPN Plus. So if you subscribe to ESPN Plus, you could watch Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling tonight as they look for a spot in tomorrow's championship match out in Eugene, Oregon. So uh, congratulations to uh, Baylor A&T. Miss Girl is doing her part in uh, uh, pulling the uh, Baylor A&T team ahead into the semifinals. And they'll compete tonight against Quinnipiac and then hopefully play for the championship, which would be their seventh straight coming up tomorrow night. All right, uh, let's take a break here. And when we come back, let you hear from Glenn Moore, Baylor softball head coach, softball versus Iowa State coming up this weekend 
at Gatterman Stadium. Key series for Baylor softball as they try to uh, improve their RPI and get into a spot when they can get an NCAA bid later this year. Hear from Coach Moore when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. From where I'm sitting here at Baylor Ballpark, look up the river and uh, McLean Stadium is there and I can almost see right in to the uh, club table there at uh, the Baylor Club. Uh, Not exactly because the club table is closed for the day, but normally Tuesdays through Fridays, right up until 2 p.m., you've got that fantastic offering of the club table at the Baylor Club. That is back and much appreciated by everyone, uh, all the members of the Baylor Club. Uh, They're on the web at thebaylorclub.com. You can see all the upcoming events at the Baylor Club. If you want to talk to someone about... Uh, reserving a space, about uh, making a reservation for a uh, particular meal, or if you want to talk to someone about membership, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. Keep up with Baylor Softball on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys pick at 24 in the NFL draft and select offensive lineman out of Tulsa, Tyler Smith. Smith is a North Crowley graduate. Cowboys pick at number 24 tonight in round two of the draft. Mavericks are heading to round two of the NBA playoffs, meeting the Jazz 98-96. The 76ers and the Suns also advance with wins. Mavericks will face the Suns in round two starting Monday night. Baylor baseball starts a weekend series with number nine Texas Tech tonight at Baylor Ballpark. 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball has a weekend series with Iowa State at Getterman tonight at 6.30, and you can catch that game on 101.3 FM. Crawford softball advances to the second round of the UIL playoffs with a 23-1 win over Wortham. Lady Pirates will face Tom Bean in the area round next Friday. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Segment John Morris show on this Friday, live from Baylor Ballpark. Bears and Red Raiders open a three-game series against each other tonight, right here. Baylor and Iowa State open a Big 12 softball series against each other. Back door at Getterman Stadium. Want you to hear a little bit now from uh, Glenn Moore, Baylor softball head coach, one of our guests on the Baylor Coaches Show from last night. It is hard to believe. It's been a, a, a challenging one, but a fun one at the same time. And you know, we still have a lot of soft ball left to play I hope John and uh, the girls are playing their best ball right now so yeah it's a it's starting to look like summer and softball weather, so yeah. there's great uh, energy at practice today. So a lot of good things going on. This is what you want, isn't it? You want to be peaking at the right time, playing your best softball late in the year? Yeah, we're peaking a little late, but we are peaking. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to peak right. a little bit earlier. and uh, you know. But uh, I do like the way we're playing right now, and, I, and we've it's just taken us. We're so young, uh, the youngest team I've ever coached, so it's taking a little bit longer to – figure out the combination that works. And then we're dealing with what everybody else is dealing with with a couple of injuries. So just when you start getting in sync with things, then you have a key player that goes down for a little while. Thank goodness uh, um, we're, we're getting healthy again. And, um, you know, we think we're going to uh, get back in sync again before it's all over with. It is a young team. And you say flat out the youngest team you've ever had here? It is the youngest team I've ever had here. Um, my first year of coaching I a lot of freshmen and sophomores <laughs> right but, but uh not here at baylor so uh you know we're basically a junior college team with uh, mostly fresh freshmen and sophomores we'll be honoring two seniors at uh this uh this weekend and uh you know it's always sad to see them go but talented freshmen i mean some of those freshmen yeah. are uh, a good number of them are in the starting lineup or in key roles and uh, i mean they're really really talented yeah i think it's a it's certainly two good classes the sophomore class as well and it's a little larger so most of our starters are sophomores but we have some freshmen that are are playing uh, vital roles and and growing up fast and you know i always tell them they're not freshmen anymore because they've been here a year this yeah. is the end of the freshman year so now they're really sophomores and ha- their season so no more excuses uh I guess I can make the excuses on the coach, but they can't make excuses, and their yeah. sophomores are really juniors right now. They're about to move into that next grade. Coming off a uh, series this past weekend, you won two of three from Texas Tech, a couple of shutouts.
shutouts in there and then were shut out in Sunday's game three. Man, that would have been great to, to, to complete the sweep, get a sweep, but it was two out of three. Yeah, you know, we really need to do that. Did the same thing at Kansas, and we let that last one slip away. We did play a little more consistent this weekend. We just could not get the timely hitting. And the whole year, we've been a little bit of a roller coaster team. We get one part of our game going, and we couldn't get the, uh, you know, defense was going, or, or the well, defense hasn't been strong until as of late. But we get our hitting going, and our, our pitching lets down, and our pitching gets going. Our hitting can't come through with a run. So we really hadn't been able to get in sync all year. And hopefully, we're getting that point now. But uh, to do it three games in a row is still a stretch for this team, I think. And it's tough in the Big 12. These are Power 5 teams, and they're uh, they're playing to win, too. And their backs are against the walls. They need to win ball games, So they're going to – hard to beat a team three times, even if it's in your park. And two conference series remaining in the regular season. Iowa State coming in beginning tomorrow. And then Texas, a split series to end the regular season. So you're down to six games left in, in the regular season. Yeah, and then the Big 12 tournament. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this weekend is our uh, last home series. And then we have one game next Friday with uh, Texas here. And then we go finish up two on the road down in Austin. And, uh, you know, uh, again, every game matters a lot right now because, you know, we're going to be looking at the getting in the NCAs by the skin of our teeth if we do that. And I'm a realist. That's where we are right now. Uh, we need to play well. Wins matter. And, um, you know, I think we're uh, 26 and 19 or something like that. But uh, but we need to win here. And we need to send a message to the NCAA committee that uh, we're playing our best ball now and we're consistently playing that. So yeah. these are all important games. So where do you feel like you are there? I mean, you're, you're uh, it's going to take some work, but you've got opportunities ahead of you to, to get yeah. some key wins. Um, uh, you talked about it today at media, and I think your, your players, a couple of them who were with us, they were saying the same thing. I mean, you're talking about it. It's flat out. We need to win to yeah. get to postseason yeah i've never been one to uh you know hide the facts with our team to know what they're up against and we lost a lot of close games early on some key victories that we had in the palm of our hand and we let slip away in late innings that you might see sometimes with young teams Uh, we just couldn't seal the deal for so long and so many games that would have been marquee games in front of the committee so backs are against the wall right now and uh we've won winning as of late and moving forward, if we continue to win, I feel relatively good, but not comfortable. Yeah. Um, I think we we can. Uh, it's. I've told the team. I still think it's. A, we control our destiny, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I don't think we necessarily have to win every game, but we have to win the majority of them, and that's of course tough. Uh, uh, Iowa State doesn't look good on paper in the Big 12, but we, you know, they had Texas two games ahead in the last inning of two games and they allowed them to come back and beat them. And uh, they beat Oklahoma State, who's a top 10 team. And they're capable. We saw them earlier in the year. They're, they're very much like us. So these are going to be challenges for us. And then, of course, Texas is going to be a high RPI uh, game for us, or all three. So it would be nice to be able to have some success there as well. And this is a year that uh, I think you've always, for the most part, been in favor of a tournament, a postseason tournament, but especially this year. I mean, it would give you more opportunities against quality yeah, opponents. We need every opportunity when you're in a power five like the big 12 your conference games help you with rpi and that's just one of the areas that the ncaa looks at but it's a vital area it's important um, that you have a decent rpi when you go before the committee and they're looking at who they're going to select for the field of 64 Um, so so yeah i think the tournament is a will be an asset to us this year 
Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach, one of our guests on the Baylor Coaches Show last night going into a key series against Iowa State. You can hear the uh, reasoning there of why this is such a key series for Baylor softball. They'll play tonight at 6.30. They'll play tomorrow at 2 and Sunday at noon. Sunday will be uh, senior day as well. They'll recognize two seniors uh, after the game is the way they do that. But a big weekend ahead for Baylor softball versus Iowa State at Getterman Stadium. All three games on 101.3 FM, all three games on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And good luck to uh, Coach Moore and Baylor softball. All right, uh, Aaron, let's uh, share some birthdays, and we will get out of here. Actually, I'll move over. I'm in the uh, – uh, home radio booth right now, and I'll move over to the TV booth here, but share some birthdays with you on this Friday afternoon, 29th day of April. Uh, it is Newbar Stone's birthday. Newbar is a friend of mine, uh, played football at Baylor. He's, he's older than I am. He's much older than I am. Played football at Baylor and uh, worked as the uh, sports director at KWTX-TV for a while and then went to work for ESPN and had a fabulous career uh, for the most part, not on air, but for the most part, uh, Aaron, he was the uh, set designer when you see, um, uh, you know, like big shows that are out somewhere. He he was the one that would design all those sets and everything that goes along with it. I, I just thought I, I, we, we reconnected at the Heisman in New York when ESPN was covering that. And I said, this is your work. And he said, yep, this is it. You know what he does. So really, really cool uh, career that he is having, has had at ESPN. And uh, it's Newbar Stone's birthday today. He was, if you go looking back through programs and you say there's no Newbar in there, well, he was Alan Stone when he played at Baylor and then at some point switched to Newbar Stone. But today is his birthday. Uh, who else? Andy Burns' birthday. Uh, speaking of, KWTX, Andy and I worked together at KWTX-TV way back. Uh, it's Brian Barnhill's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Steve Sappington's birthday today. Kent Ellis, uh, Kent's birthday today. Happy birthday to Kent. Uh, it is our Sheriff Parnell McNamara's birthday today. So, Aaron, that's a guy that, you know, he could be on my list or he could be on your list of celebrities. I mean, he is a local celebrity, so... Happy birthday to uh, Parnell McNamara today. All right. Who would you add to the birthday list today, Aaron? Sorry, I dropped my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a few. Let's see. Comedian Jerry Seinfeld turns 68 today. Uh, Academy Award winning actor Daniel Day-Lewis turns 65 Actress Michelle Pfeiffer turns 64. Uma Thurman turns 52. And tennis legend Andre Agassi also turns 52. So there you go. Very good. All right, there's one more. I was waiting to see. I started to do it, and I thought uh, I'd wait and see if he was on your list. It's Willie Nelson's 89th birthday today also. How about that? Oh, wow. 89. How did they miss that on, the, on my yeah, list? How did exactly. I miss that? <laughs> Willie Nelson, 89. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. National treasure. 
Yep, yep, that is for sure. All right, uh, there's our birthday list for you on this Friday. If we missed you, I do apologize, uh, but happy birthday to all those folks, uh, including uh, McLennan County Sheriff Parnell McNamara. All right, we got to move out of here, make room for Matt Mosley coming up next. Uh, NFL Draft continues tonight. We'll watch for some Baylor names maybe to be called uh, this evening, rounds two and three coming up tonight. Aaron, uh, what else uh, do you guys have planned on the Matt Mosley show? We will talk about the NFL draft and the Dallas Cowboys uh, first round pick of uh, the tackle from Tulsa. And we will also, and I'm going to have to get the name real quick. Hold on just a second. Okay. And that uh, draftee, the offensive lineman, uh, a very much um, uh, 50-50 split, it sounds like, if people appreciate that pick or do not appreciate that pick. Listening to Game Time this morning with Tom and Ward and Garrett, um, a couple of them were, I think a couple of them were in favor of it, said that's a really good pick, and can't remember who it was. One of one of those guys said, terrible pick, absolutely terrible pick. So I guess that's what you get when you're picking that high in the NFL draft. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, you know, I'm no longer a Cowboys fan, but if I was, I would be disappointed. Really? Yeah, yeah I mean, he had, he, he, he had a lot of holding penalties and, and yeah. the tape. I mean, they're they're better at it, evaluating offensive linemen than I am, obviously. And especially with their first-round picks, they've had uh, nothing but success with that. So you kind of have to defer to them, I guess. But uh, I was underwhelmed, and I would have been really <laughs> underwhelmed if I was still a Cowboys fan. Uh, but you. we will have Harry uh, Cosby on. He is the pro at Southern Hills okay. where the uh, PGA Championship will take place. And he caddied for Tiger Woods last week during a practice round. Oh, so he's going to come story, on and talk yeah. about that. And uh, we will have lots and lots of talk about the NFL draft, not just the Cowboys pick, but all the uh, many trades and move ups and downs. And, uh, you know, A.J. Brown getting traded from the Titans and Hollywood Brown getting traded from Baltimore to Arizona. Just so much happening yesterday. Plus Campus Confidential, lots of uh, – Lots of good stuff. Uh, obviously, more transfer news and uh, more people declaring for the NBA draft. So, it's all coming up during the Matt Mosley Show. All right. Very good. So, that's 4 to 6 coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then baseball tonight. Series opener, Baylor and Texas Tech on the air at 6.15. First pitch at 6.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas with uh, Derek and Ryan uh, this evening, and then television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Richard Cunningham and I will have TV throughout the weekend of this Baylor Tech series. Softball, Baylor and Iowa State on the air at 6.15. First pitch at 6.30 on 101.3 FM. Likewise, uh, TV on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. All weekend for Baylor, Iowa State, Big 12 softball. Remember acrobatics and tumbling? They continue to compete for a national championship. Semifinal tonight versus Quinnipiac, 9 p.m. our time. Broadcast on ESPN Plus from Eugene, Oregon late tonight. With a win tonight, they would play for the national championship, and it would be their seventh straight Tomorrow night's 9 p.m. again, Central Time, tomorrow. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, have a great and safe weekend. We'll reconvene on Monday. Aaron, thank you very much. And thanks to uh, Max Muncy for joining us from Los Angeles. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, today was a beautiful, it was a good day for Bayer Baseball. 